Welcome back to another episode of Stand Out But Please Fit In. So, how's everybody doing this week? This week in Japan, it's been raining all week, so haven't really gone outside too much except for going to the gym, which I'm really grateful that I can actually go to the gym because my mother is in town taking care of the child. So I have some free time. I'm a little bit anxious about what's going to happen when my mother goes back to India next month. Oh, my husband and I have to just figure out when is the time to go to the gym and then who will take care of the child. But anyway, so it's been raining a lot. I thought the, I mean, even the weather forecast was saying that the rainy season was already over pretty early on. But I think it just came back, and hopefully, it's gonna be sunny starting tomorrow or so. Well, also,、um, this is a three day weekend that's coming up in Japan, and kids will start summer vacation starting this week to end of August. So, I think anywhere you go, even during the weekdays, it's gonna be kind of crowded. So, I kind of don't really like this time of the year. It's just like, you know, sometimes during the daytime, we just wanna get coffee or get lunch, a little bit late lunch. But because of kids around, it's just everything's gonna be super crowded. So, I'm not really looking forward to this. Before we start with today's topic, My name is Abby. If you're new to this podcast, and I talk about cultural differences between Japan and the rest of the world, I also talk about how to be an individual, and I kind of talk about what's going on in my life and just topics that I want to share with you. So, if you have any questions, comments, or anything you want me to discuss, please leave a comment on my social media. It's always listed in the show notes. So, okay. And today it's gonna be about games, playing games. And it's about the childhood games that I play that I quote unquote still play today. So I wanted to talk about this because I just recently, you know, with having kids and also even before having kids, I just like nostalgia and whatever I've Have something that I like, I tend to kind of hang on to that instead of trying something new. I like trying something new, but I also like going back and reminiscing and doing something that I used to like when I was a child. So I like playing games. Not that I'm glued to the computer 24 7. I actually used to when I was a lot younger. Part of it is because I never really had a lot of friends.、Uh, because I moved around so many times in my lifetime, countries, and I just never really had that many friends. You know, I think another reason why is I'm a little bit awkward around people. I also blame just growing up as a third culture kid. So I play a lot of games and Especially computer games. I don't know if you're into games, but I always played computer games back in the 90s, early 2000s when cell phones were not smartphones. I know most kids these days they play on their cell phones, whether it is 
you know, just passing time or educational games. For me, like I always played on my computer. So I just wanted to talk about these games that I used to play as a child that I still play even today in some sort of the game. A lot of these are educational or just not educational, but still it helps me with my skills and just kind of like have a different perspective in my mind. So hopefully this is interesting for you. If you're into games, please let me know too. I'm curious to see what games. I prefer computer games over cell phones, smartphones on an app. I tried those app games. Some of them I liked it, but I never really stuck around to playing games on my phone. I, just, I don't know. Just for me, like I prefer just sitting down on a computer and playing games. Anyways, okay. The first game that I still play today that I play as a child is Sims. So if you're not familiar with Sims, so Sims is a life simulation video game where you create a person or house and you play their life. So I started playing this when I was in seventh grade, so in middle school. And that was when the first Sims came out. Sims 1 came out around that time. And this is a game that my sister and I used to play all the time during the weekends. We will play hours. Our family was a little bit advanced compared to other families back in the days. Um, we actually had computers at our home in early mid-90s compared to other families where they didn't even have a computer at the time. So my dad will buy a lot of these computer games for us for so we can play. And Sims was one of them. And by the time I became seventh grade, I actually had my own laptop in my own room. And not like a brand new laptop. So I will always get like a hand-me-down for my dad's work. I think my dad will buy the laptop for pretty cheap price because it's used and that will be my computer so I had a computer at a really young age on my own when I was in elementary school it was a family computer it was a desktop back in the house but once I became middle school I had my own computer so because sims came out at the same time I had my own computer I will actually play in my room with my sister and for me, I think the reason why I really liked playing Sims, like my sister and I both like playing Sims, is that you can create an alter ego of yourself or you can create someone totally random and you play someone else's life. That's something that I never experienced or I would like to experience but never got to do. So that's what I really liked about Sims. I'm guessing sometimes I will create my own character and have the character wear clothes that I will never be able to wear or have jobs that I really wanted or house, a beautiful house that I will always want it. And my sister and I, we actually like to cheat in Sims and get a lot of money. So that's how we used to create houses that were super, for super rich and had a lot of stuff. So our favorite simulation of Sims that we used to do is called the Alphabet Family. So what we do with the Alphabet Family is that 
The last names are alphabets, and there are eight different roommates. Their、uh, their first names are letters from A to H, right? With eight people, so A alphabet is one character, B alphabet is one character, so and so, and then we create them as roommates. Then we'll create a house for them. Just we cheat and get a lot of money, so we can put whatever we want in their house, and we have jobs for them. And after that, we just let them do whatever they want. We don't really. Guide them. <laughs> we just kind of like run it and also see what goes on, and then see what kind of life they have. Whether they actually go to work on time or they flirt with each other or anything like this. And that's something that my sister and I used to do, and that、um, was kind of fun. Having a lot of character in one simulation is a little bit difficult to handle. One is good enough because you can always control what. To do with this your sim character, but eight is a lot harder than you think if you're not familiar with sims. So we just kind of like let them do whatever they want, and watching that is also fun. So that was me playing Sims with my sister all the way up till high school. It was Sims One, right? And Sims Two came out. I think I bought Sims Two once, and obviously the graphics become better, and then the play simulation play becomes better. But we never really got into playing Sims Two. We always liked Sims One. So I kind of stopped playing, and they started, you know, having newer versions of Sims. And during COVID in two thousand twenty, when COVID just started, I was kind of getting bored. And found out that Sims Four was an online streaming simulation game. You don't have to buy like a CD. You have to connect your internet and then you play. So I was getting bored, and I said, "Why not? You know, I play. I want to play the computer." So I downloaded Sims. Well, I bought Sims and downloaded on my computer. And obviously, the last time I played it was. Fifteen years ago, when Sims One started, so Sims Four was so much better than Sims One. You can create your character like in detail. Your houses are better, neighborhoods are better, and the expansion packs. Sims One also had expansion packs that are actually really cool, but the expansion packs are so much different than what I used to play. So I got really into Sims. Four and I still play it today. Not as much as I used to when I was back in during COVID time, but my sister also plays it too. So we are、uh, exchange characters and just talk about all that. Second game that I played back when I was a child, I still play today. Is a typing game, like typing on the computer. During my international school time in Japan, we had computers at school. Where you know, in Japan at that time, Japanese schools they don't have computers in their classes. But in because I was in international school, it was an obvious thing they use computers in class. So there was one game. It's a typing game for kids. It's called Timon and Pumbaa. It's a typing game. 
It's from obviously the Lion King, Timon and Pumbaa. So the game is still in the 90s. And I learned how to type using that game. And because it's basically designed for kids, there are better graphics that's, you know, a little bit more interactive with the kids. And I actually really like that software. And, but unfortunately, when I moved to the US, we never had a CD ROM because it was through our school. So, kind of forgot about this typing game. This is how I、um, actually learned how to type with 10 fingers, like use each key, you use like a certain finger. So, I actually learned how to type with this. And recently,、um, with my previous job, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but every region has a different layout of, of keyboards. So, if you buy a computer in Japan, the Japanese keyboard is completely different layout compared to like an American one. One example is that the at mark when you use an email at is in a different location. Also, because you're converting from Japanese, like the Japanese kanji character, like the Chinese character from hiragana, the actual Japanese character, there are extra keys in the keyboard. So the space bar is shorter, extra keys, even like the enter key, return enter key is shaped differently. You can look it up online, but it's very different from. US keyboard. And another one is Germany, right? I think people call it QWERTY keyboards. Like the top left side is Q U R T Y, right? QWERTY. That's like the Americans, how they put it. And I think the German ones is the Z key and the Y key is flipped. So I think it's called QWERTY. I think that's what it was. I'm pretty sure I'm right. But if you're German, I think my friend who's a German is listening to this. Please correct me on this. I'm pretty sure I'm right.、Um, so every region has different layout, layouts for the keyboard. So my previous company, it's a Japanese keyboard. So typing on that, and then my personal computer. It's an American layout. So, going back and forth, my typing skills or like the way I type has been deteriorated. It just became slower, and I feel like I kind of lost how to properly type. Like, I kind of forgotten how to properly type. So, I wanted to relearn how to type. And this was also again during COVID time when I was bored. And But I, for me, like obviously, I'm, I'm not saying I'm old, but I like, I get nostalgia from my olden days for how I learned certain things. And I was looking into different typing games or any other ones, and I just couldn't find a really good one. I wanted to go back to that Timon and Pumba one, even though I am over 30 years old. So, I actually, obviously, they don't sell this CD anymore because it's from the 90s. And another thing is that because it's the CD is from the 90s, it's not compatible with a newer computer. And 
I don't know if you're familiar with the processor. Back in the days, they used like a 32-bit processor. And it's older. And now currently, all the new computers, they use like a 64-bit processor. So it's a little bit fast. It's a lot faster. You can handle more data. So you can't just buy an old CD and then put it into a new computer hoping it'll work. You have to have like a certain older computer. Really wanted to play that Timon and Pumbaa because I learned so much from that typing game. So what I did is you can buy anything off eBay or any secondhand store. So I looked for that CD on eBay, which I found, bought it on eBay. And the computer, because I have a newer computer, I had to buy an older computer. So I also found from secondhand store, I bought a Windows XP, that's 32-bit. So I knew that any of those old games that I have, I can use that CD and then play without any problem. I started playing that game again and relearning how to type so I can properly type, you know, using the correct finger for a certain key. So I helped me a lot. I think um, I need to kind of refresh myself once in a while because I'm converting from English and Japanese. It My typing skill kind of does get confused. The typing is a little bit different, even though using the same keyboard. My new work, my current job, I have an English keyboard. So it's not a problem when I type English, but because I'm also typing in Japanese with the same keyboard, it does get a little bit confusing. So I like would like to refresh this typing skill once in a while. So maybe when I have time, I will, you know, start that again. Last game that I played as a child that I still play today is the Carmen San Diego game. If you have never heard of Carmen San Diego, is that Carmen San Diego is a lady. She's tall and she has brown hair and she wears a red coat and a hat. So it's just a fictional character and she's actually a master criminal. And what she steals is that she steals different artifacts and different world famous items from all over the world. Carmen San Diego started sometimes in 1980s. It was an MSDOS. So like back in the olden days, like 80s computer where everything was run by Linux based. So the black and white and it's not like cool graphics, you know, everything's still 2D. So that was the first game. And then they created like a TV show, like a game show sometime in the 90s. And at the same time, a little bit after, they created like another game where it's like colored with CDs. Then recently, back three years ago, they actually created a Netflix show for this kid's generation. So... My dad bought me and my sister where in the USA is Carmen San Diego at the time in the 90s. The colored version of anyway in the CD-ROM and you play the game. And back in the days, actually, I was really scared of Carmen because she was really scary. 
she is a criminal, right? Even though she's fictional and she just pops out of nowhere sometimes and I get kind of scared. What's great about this, this Carmen San Diego is that you learn about world culture, history, geography, about for this one, the CD that we got from my dad was the USA version, right? So we learned a lot of US history, US geography from that CD. I think my sister got a really good score on her high school advanced placement testing. So that's where um, you take classes and then you take a test and then you can college uh, college credit. So she actually got a really good score on that, probably thanks to Carmen San Diego. And we learned a lot about this and we like the game style. It's very, it's similar to Timon and Pumbaa typing game. It's educational. It's interactive for kids. And I just feel like you just cannot get anything better, even today too, about learning about history, geography, other than Carmen San Diego. So I wanted to learn a little bit more. I wanted to play other games when I became an adult. So I actually bought old CDs from eBay again. And it be- and also with the computer that I bought during COVID with the older processor, I would play Carmen San Diego. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the USA? Where in the time? That's like the history version. And little things about Carmen San Diego is obviously because it was in the 90s when it was created. There are some facts about that are a little bit outdated today. One example is the Republic of Congo was back then. It's called Zaire. So that's something that's a little bit outdated. But it's still a good thing to learn about because you're learning so much about history and books are fine, but just like having games in interactive context, it makes kids or even my age, you learn a little bit more. So wanted to share that with you. So those are the three games that I played as a childhood and I still play it today. I like these kind of games, prefer these games over just, you know, any other games that people play as an adult. Just having something educational or like something that you use your brains, you can play a game, but you're learning at the same time. So I really like that concept. So hopefully, you know, if you guys are the same, that'll be kind of cool to share. Anyways, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye!